0: Hey guys, it's Dustin Bones here, and welcome to Band: the real-life misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. Now, why am I here and why are we doing this? Well, you know, last year we produced five episodes of this podcast, and we got some really good feedback from them. However, some things in the podcast we just weren't, how do you say it, pleased with, quality-wise. So we wanted to go back. We wanted to take the first five episodes, wanted to polish them up, make them a little bit better before we begin season two. So as you've probably already guessed by the title of this podcast, one of the bands that we're going to be talking about in today's episode is Whole Wheat Bread. Now throughout this episode, we're going to be dropping in clips from a 2010 exclusive interview with the band themselves. And be sure to stay tuned after the show to hear one of the songs that the band played live at the 2010 Minerva Music Fest. So, we hope you enjoy the show. We hope you'll take time to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you, just, you, you choose to listen on. And we hope you'll stay tuned for new episodes of Band The, the Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends right here on GunsAndRadio.com. Before we get into the story today, let's give everybody an explanation before we get started of what to expect from this podcast. Ah, uh,
1: just real life stories, just adventures that me and you both have been through together over the course of a, I don't know man, like four or five years. And during that time, man, that's probably like my most active years to so just, it was just full of adventures, man. We did, yeah. we were pretty busy nonstop, like we were either... I know we're driving across the country or flying across the country. We're, uh,
2: you know, we're getting, crawling,
1: crawling. we're dancing in elevators. I mean, we're, (laughs) you know, we're, we're fighting with homeless people. There's a lot of things that go down (laughs) at these shows that are quite entertaining.
2: Yeah. Very
1: entertaining. Um, and then, you know, you, you got your obvious, you know, you got, you got idiot friends that you're going to do your uh, pranks with. You know, there's stories, all kinds of stories. There's tons of Guns of Roses stories, tons of uh, just concerts in general.
0: I mean, we... We got a lot of shit. We got a lot of, uh, of stories together, and we thought that this would be the best way to tell them.
1: Yeah, man, just come out here and do a podcast about it.
0: And today's story is the story of the first time Rick and I ever hang out at all. You know, you think you're going to go hang out with this guy from work. He seems really cool. We'll go have some beers. We'll go see the concert. It's going to be great. What could go wrong? Well, you're going to find Everything.
1: out. <laughs> yeah, I remember that uh, we started working together, and we got introduced from a, uh old mutual friend. Then we started like, doing some work together, and then, uh, and then we started hanging out.
0: The way we first met, met was at work. They moved my desk and uh, sat me right next to you.
1: That was the that was the first mistake in this whole saga right here.
0: <laughs> that's really how it gets started. It gets started like like this is why major corporations can control the world. Man, one mistake leads to fuck ups. That's gonna <laughs> go well beyond the office. <laughs> it very well did. So any any kind of damage that we did, we can always go back and blame on the company.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, like, with me, man, like, I'll, I've always, like, I'll, I've got a certain, a few bands that I always like to go see. No matter where they are, you know, I always like to go travel and see them. And I remember was, I had a, tra- a trip planned to go to Birmingham to go see a uh, this old punk band called Whole Wheat Bread. Uh, all you listeners probably have never heard of them, but just think, like, a, I don't know, the best way to put it would be, like, a, uh, a Black Green Day. Yeah. So that's what I just think.
0: You know, you something like that. You would not know, like, to this day, when I show people, uh, like, I still have Old Man Samson on my playlist. I have um, uh, Bombs Away. Yeah. And uh, uh, Low Class Man. And there's probably a few others, but, like, when they come on, it'll put me in that mood. And you know how, like, you'll be listening to it on shuffle, then a certain band will play a song, and so you'll go look up a few more songs of that band before you put it back on shuffle?
1: yeah absolutely yeah when you listen to holy bread you've gotta i mean you're gonna have about 10 tracks you're gonna listen to out of you know they're so catchy that's the way that music's supposed to be real catchy you know so oh yeah so but they... i remember telling you about it you know i remember telling you about them the first time too and it's just uh, when you tell people about it you know it's a black green day it's almost <laughs> unbelievable start up here. another band from
3: florida right yeah. Yep. Jacksonville, Florida, to be exact Duval County to be specific. Duval? Yeah.
0: A lot of bands coming out of there, man. Uh, red suits from there. Um, we we're talking earlier about uh um, shine down with the older 30 special. Uh, uh,
3: Limp Biscuit. Limp
0: Biscuit. Sixty
3: nine yeah. boys. Sixty nine boys. Yep. Oh um, Holy bread. bread. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like honestly one of my favorite bands too. You know, uh they're on up to one of my favorite bands. I still listen to them to this day, and they're all great guys. So, oh yeah, but, yeah. But you know, I remember telling you about the show about going to Birmingham, and that's when you know, whenever we were sit- we we're sitting beside each other, you know, we had all yeah. the time in the world to just talk and just <laughs> play so
0: Well, we should I- have probably been working, but I mean, who has time for that?
1: Now, also getting this during this all this free time of talking we're uh <laughs> most of that free time was done arguing about guns and roses too, because <laughs> yeah mr <laughs> Mr Dustin right here did, uh, uh, that um that was not a believer
0: it I was, was oh, not
1: no come on, no, I don't wanna hear that uh, <laughs> oh it's that slash is not there I don't want to hear it man come on, and this went on for a year. <laughs> it did. <laughs> well, you know that's what that's most that's most things we talked about. You know, it's like right, I want to go to this show. Let's do this show, all right? That's yeah, not Guns N' Roses. Well, we're going to this show. We're going to stop arguing about Guns N' Roses. That's a that's <laughs> the way, that's why it was with this man. It was like, and then I remember you just finally opening up to it. But yeah, that's uh that was our first that's that that was our whole conversations that we have leading up to our first time just really hanging out. You know, so we're going to Birmingham. And man, I took my wife. Uh, well, she was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, was she my wife or my girlfriend at the time?
0: Um, I think was she was.
1: I think she was pregnant, wasn't she? Okay, so then, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. So we took my pregnant wife's car, and then me and Dustin,
0: and we took the Dwayne. There's a guy named Dwayne that's going to be a featured character in a lot of these stories. Let's talk about Dwayne for a second, since he's he's one of the. Uh-huh. He's one of the characters that, to follow these stories, people are, is going to need to learn. And
1: I don't know it. I don't know what's happening to him. You know, like beats me. But uh, anyway, this guy right here, he—I mean, I guess his attentions are good, you know. But he's I so think... gullible, you know. You, you can tell him anything, really. <laughs> you, you tell him something, and I mean, he will believe whatever you tell him. And that's—I needed someone to, that that would make me laugh. That's pretty much it. I needed. I I needed someone that was going to make me laugh. And that's what was great. (laughs) He would always take one for the team. Let's just put it this way. This dude right here, I told him we needed to raise – what was it? I I told him somehow or another I wanted him to think that he had his own hotline, his (laughs) 1-800 hotline. So I told him, I said, dude – so I made up some some stupid story or something. I said, dude, we got to go on this trip, man. We need to raise all this money for this trip, dude. Let's do it. And he was like, yeah, how can we? And I – told him that I bought you a 1-800 number your number's gonna be 1-800 big card <laughs> now with this I said it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be like a local it's gonna be locals calling in you know just that phone sex you just gonna have to talk to them and just fake it you know <laughs> he's
0: like yeah man I can do that yeah I can do that oh so, I remember this do you remember his name so his porn star name
1: <laughs> uh Alan Ranch,
0: <laughs> Alan Ranch.
1: <laughs> wasn't it
0: yeah yeah
1: Yeah, so his days on the Allen Ranch and then he's gonna have these uh Mississippi Redneck women calling him and he's gotta place them on the phone. (laughs) Well so my friend Matt was just my friend Matt, he's the one that had the whole setup where he's just gonna call everyone call Dwayne, have it recorded, and we're just gonna laugh about it.
2: Hello. Hey there. Hey. Who is this? How you doing? This is, this is Alan. Alan Ranch? Yes ma'am. Is that your real name or is that a fake name? No, that's my real name. Really? Yeah. That is pretty sexy. Yes ma'am. So. (laughs) What you calling for? Well. I think you know damn well what I'm calling for. Um I may just know. They're <laughs> <sighs> almost there. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming. What the fuck, man? What the fuck? I'm sorry, bro. I really want to fuck you and that asshole so bad. You really let me up to this shit, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck, man? So you what up for do you? it, man?
3: Dude, you already this told is... me you want to do anal.
2: Whoa, motherfucker. Whoa. Nah, man.
1: <laughs> dude, I can, play, oh. I can be a woman, dude. I can be a woman. Just let me know what you want me to do, man. I'll fuck you in the ass, you can fuck me
2: in the ass, whatever, dude. I just want to be able to fuck you in the ass at least once. Nah, bro, I'm good on bro, that Bro, man, that. come on, man. I just got out of prison, dude. You got to help me out, man. Oh, damn, man. Oh, shit. Dude, man, you are not- fucking hot as hell, dude. Come on, man. What the fuck, man? Oh, God, man. I got to let you go, man. God, dude. Dude, open up your goddamn imagination, bro. This is some fucking My imagination shit. is not going that open it's not opening up that much hell no, man, you've lost your mind. I can't believe you fucking called me acting like a woman, man.
1: Dude, you fucking came to my voice, dude. You you know you No, gay, not
2: dude. that voice. Not that fucking voice. Dude <laughs>
1: He shouldn't have been immediately, bro, I didn't get off man. It was just it was painful. bro. I didn't do any of this stuff. You know, but like that's what I say, saying. It's, it's it's a hard listen, but you're laughing the whole time and the way you would just, you'd be laughing. I mean, you'd be in tears laughing at this guy. But
0: well, we so, need to get we need but, to get back on track. He's he's with us uh, in the car and heading to uh, Birmingham. It's that's us three.
1: I remember I have just got this new AT and T app, and this is uh, before the uh, iPhones had the GPS on it. You know, so you just have right. the AT and T GPS app. And I remember we were driving there, you know, and we're getting right into Birmingham. And this is like around, I don't know, about four o'clock. The traffic was heavy. I remember trying to. Uh, the app was just kind of delayed. It was a, it was the worst app I've ever used. But this is the only navigation app you could have during that time. You had to pay like, you had to pay like five or ten dollars a month for the navigation service on there.
0: Yeah, I remember that. And it was that.
1: garbage, but. And Unless you broke Yeah, you know, it was the hustle we did at work. So. But, <laughs> But that right there, when you're trying to, uh, you know, you're in the midst of this traffic, and it's telling you to get off on get off to the left, you know, and you're just like, wait a minute, and then next thing you know, we hit a car, and then we're spinning in the middle of this highway during the peak hours, man. Yes. And then we get T-boned by some uh, what was that that we got T-boned by? Like hey. it's like we got hit by three cars.
0: It, we got T-boned by a van. We got side by the first car. It spun us into traffic. We hit another car. That car punched the gas and got the fuck out of there. Now, here's where I'm... I'm spinning, I'm spinning, and I look on... Now, du, uh, Rick's driving. Dwayne's in the front passenger. I'm in the back on the passenger side. I look on the passenger side, and here coming right at me is a fucking van. And I go... Oh fuck! Because I didn't have a seatbelt on or nothing, and I put the sweat of my balls into this push, and I shoved myself like at that last second as far away from that goddamn window as I could, and then it goes boom! Dude, that was a great that was a great wreck, wasn't it? That was a fucking I mean, terrifying wreck, is what that was.
1: Well, I mean but look you gotta think about it like this, like we all walked away from it. There was yeah. no serious
0: injuries. And then you know, we got
1: scared. You know so yeah, you know, so it was like that was a pretty successful wreck, I would say. <laughs> because we successfully everybody successfully walked away, even a baby walked away from that wreck.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot oh <laughs> oh, I forgot that, about that. The baby. It. Yeah, it was no, like that, that was a, the was the van that T boned us. Yeah, that was the van yeah, that had man, the baby. Man.
1: Yeah, because we we're like walking down, and we we're just like, crap. This is when you think the wreck's over, you're like, okay.
0: Dude, but you see, and then boom,
1: you get hit again. And you're just like,
0: I remember we're all out of the car and we find out there's a baby in the van, and then we're like, there's a baby, and then you see like me, Rick, and Dwayne, and all of us just like turn fucking white the, as ghosts. Like, oh fuck. But and then it's like, but, no, but the he's mother fine. Was,
1: it was like, yeah, he's fine. He just he's just crying a little bit. I think guess he's hungry, but. What was crazy about that, though? It was like, the car, my wife's car, it was total, man. It was like, the whole frame, everything was just... It was... The car was never going to see the road again. Yeah. So, we had to... uh, So, we had uh, someone... The people in the van that actually hit us, uh, helped us get the car off the side of the road, and then yeah, we parked it, like, literally, like, on the side of the street, somewhere in the middle of Browning Camp in the ghetto.
0: Well, we we, we just... Well, before we got there... uh, uh while we were on our way, you called for a tow truck to take it back home, and you and we figured out that the price that they were going to charge you to tow it was more than you paid for the damn car
1: yeah, it was for the price- as the price to tow it then to repair it, is the is what the decision was because they were going to charge nearly uh they were trying to charge nearly a thousand to tow it all the way back to uh, Mississippi Mississippis what it was yeah and uh because we weren't far then, from
0: the venue at this point we're about 10 15 miles away
1: yeah so at this point you know i just made the decision i'm like well i don't need this car so we'll just get another one and i mean all of us we just started like cleaning everything out of the car I mean, just loading <laughs> stuff up and just whatever we had you know like to carry with us and we're just like
0: oh well, we took everything the out of on. that car
1: you know i remember uh after we get in that cleaned out, we had to uh, add a friend that was at the venue that came and Then they pick us up in a truck or something?
0: Then we had to get uh, in the back of a truck. Yeah, we got in the we we got a ride from uh I don't remember, was I think he was in one of the bands that opened. But I don't know, I, man. I, dude, we're t- we're talking about something that happened literally ten years ago.
1: I mean, there's a lot of people that you just come and go through the life and I just can't remember some people, but
0: Hey guys, Dustin Bones again. Now we're almost to the part of the story where we're going to be meeting the band and arriving at the concert. So I felt like this was a good time to press pause for just a quick second, and let's take a listen to a little bit more of that 2000 interview, 2010 interview with the band Whole Week Bread. What were your influences as far as musically coming up? The kind of because y'all really your sound is. Uh you know it's a lot, lot more diverse
3: yeah yeah well i mean our sound pretty much reflects everybody in the band we all have really different musical uh upbringings you know like me i'm kind of like the grunge era you know like nirvana stone table pilots uh pearl jam Mouse and chains like that kind of stuff and like as far as punk like gutter mouth and like pennywise and no effects all that kind of stuff you know and like uh I don't know, aaron's like completely yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not, not completely different i mean uh The grunge era. There was also other shit going on. Where else? Listen to like uh, Green Day and Rancid, Rage Against the Machine. As far as like shit with guitars goes, you know what I mean. But then uh, I like a lot of shit like Wu Tang Clan, uh, uh, fucking Trick Daddy, fucking. Now I like Three Six Mafia. I like Ti a lot. Uh, But as far as rock, I mean, I I wish Transplants were still around. Uh, Shit. Yeah, yeah. Those those are my influences so far yeah. y'all got uh two albums out right uh we got two albums and an ep and the ep yeah. yeah yeah
0: so y'all currently working on anything new that
3: y'all yeah around? yeah we got a whole we got kind of three different things in, in a sense um we have uh a project that we have whole we bred and merce and that's called the invincibles merce is from uh you know la and he's uh was the name of the group that he was in um, Living Legends, Living Legends. He's like pretty much, he like he's all over MTV and shit, famous rapper and shit. And the uh, fucking uh, we got a side project with him, and um, we also working on a new record now, our fourth record. And besides that, we're also on Lil Jon's record that's dropping on uh, June eighth, coming out. We got a track on Lil Jon's record with uh, Ice Cube and The Game and Elephant Man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Are there any so. bands that y'all haven't got to play with, that you would like to play with, that maybe be outside of, out of the norm, you know? Uh, shit, that's a, outside of the norm? What, 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 that's a good question for you. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've played with Rancid, and I mean, that was, I That's mean, not outside the norm. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. but I mean, I don't know. Bands I'd love to play with. I'd love to play a show with Green Day. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um... It'd be cool playing a show with, like, System of a Down band like that. I, I, I'd like to play a show with Apple Levine and I ain't gonna lie. I'd like to play a show with Avril Lavigne. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be sick that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be di- have it. I'll have diarrhea and uh, puking at the same time. <laughs> what do y'all see that sets yourself apart from... I think, I think w- w- what sets us apart is the same thing that was set apart a band like dropkick murphy's or flogging molly when you have such a strong irish influence yeah or celtic influence so that's what sets them apart as far as just the normal punk rock world so where they as punk so they fit into the box of punk but they're set apart by the you know, the four leaf clover yeah. set apart by the irish so you have holy bread what sets us apart is what we bring into it as far as what we are they're irish or whatever so they bring what they got we are black you know what we what we're bringing is kind of reggae what we're bringing is kind of rhythm what we're bringing is chanting brat kind of hip hop style when I say ho when y'all say bread uh, you know and that all kind of comes from kind of hip-hop background so it's just using what you got kind of in the same way they use it you know what I'm saying but uh that's pretty much all it is And that and so just using what you got makes you stand out that's what I would that's my answer to that
0: I don't think we ever said that we abandoned the car. Oh, yeah. We loaded it up, and we just said,
1: yeah, we got got in that truck and just left, uh, Yeah, Yeah. And then we are like, you know, we came all the way out here, and I just literally lost my car in this whole deal. So I'm going to go to the show. I'm going to go see it. So, I mean, so that was my goal right there. It's just, you know, so as we're like, as we hitchhike and rode in the back of this truck to this menu, I'm like calling my wife and explaining to her, hey, I crashed your car. I'm sorry, it happened. It's done.
0: What she paid but
1: we need uh no, she was just worried she' cause, you know she's pregnant and uh she was worried and yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of scary on her end, but you know she uh I remember her and my my sister came over to visit with her and then they uh they just came and they started driving to Birmingham and then we hitchhiked to the show, and I remember getting to that venue. It was a pretty crappy looking venue, just real small, a hole in the wall, you know, but those are like that's kinda of, like that's like a punk rock venue. Yeah. Um I don't know I don't remember the name of it exactly, but I remember going up in there and then uh we went into the sound check. We're able to enjoy the show, you know. I remember that the only thing good about the show, because – was we bread <laughs> because everything else was just pure garbage.
0: Yeah, we went we went up to the stage at first, and uh, Rick was like, you know, I came up, and Rick was like, no, nah, trust me, man, you want to get your feet right up against the stage so nobody can get between you. So I was like, okay, so we got up there, and we started waiting, then the show starts, and the first band comes on. And I look over at Rick, and Rick looks over at me, and I'm like, I, I smoked at the time, uh, not heavily, but I smoked about a pack a day at the time. And I was like, hmm, this seems like a good time for a cigarette break. So <laughs> I didn't want to, because the band, it was such a small venue, and nobody else was hardly up there, and the band's looking right at us as we're, you know, kind of rocking out with them. <laughs> and so I hated to leave them, because we were pretty much it there for that first band. And then as I was going, I was like headbanging my way out the door. <laughs> <laughs> and just backing out. And then, like, uh, I think you were already out there, I and I was me. like, this shit was fucking rough.
1: But this dude went to the merch booth, and you bought all their CD- You bought two of their CDs and a t-shirt, didn't you?
0: <laughs> not at that one, I didn't.
1: I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I don't know if a band like that even had a CD. <laughs> I
0: hope not. It was garbage. If it was today, but, they would have a SoundCloud and a YouTube. Who does CDs? Come on, man. Really? Like... Yeah, But
1: like, in the description, i we'll a. I want to put a link to some of the Holy, Bread, uh, Holy Bread's music because I want everybody to be able to kind of check out what kind of band this was that we were going to see.
0: And you know what? That sounds to me like the perfect time to pause the podcast once again, and let's take a listen to a track from Whole Wheat Bread. This was recorded in 2010 at the Minerva Music Festival.
3: I want to say thank all you guys for making this awesome birthday. Thank you guys for coming out. Thanks to Rick Dunksford put, for putting this thing on. Thank you, Tupelo. And a count of three, say happy birthday, white folks. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah if y'all don't know the history of the band, his name is Mr. White Folks. Yeah, so I, I noticed like, that some people didn't want to say yeah, white Yeah, y'all, folks, y'all like wondering what the man. hell is going on right now. Yeah, that's, that's Mr. Right. The white Folks. So don't forget name. it. He's whiter than all of y'all. I mean, he's whiter than all of y'all. He, he eats like steaks, medium rare and all that good stuff, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm telling you, whiter than white. Ladies and gentlemen, this song is called Bombs Away. That's real pressure on the bass guitar right there. Mr. White folks in the drums, my name is Aaron Abraham, we are always bred. This is our last song.
2: Get your guns, go get your knives Go have some fun, go take your life Cause it is necessary When they come, we we'll watch to try We and run, but they'll all die
1: my first time ever hearing them, man, I got a like a little demo CD from like 2004, and it was one of those just various things, you know, I have like Pennywise on it, and just a couple yeah. of other artists, because the because same producers of Pennywise were the same ones that uh, did Holy Bread, so they were on this compilation CD, okay. and it had, Old man Sam, it had Old Man Samson on it, so I'm like, man, these guys are awesome, and then I see that they're coming to Nashville, so I, now I've literally gone to Nashville, and then at the time that bass player, his name was Nicholas, he broke his uh, legs or something doing a skateboard, doing yeah. a skateboarding trick.
0: Was that not Aaron? Aaron?
1: With... No, no, that wasn't Aaron that did it. No, it was, uh, it was Nicholas. He, he's the one that did the skateboard okay. trick that, uh, broke his legs. Now when we saw Aaron, he had an injury to his leg okay. uh, at our show, but this show, like, but anyway, whenever we found out that we, he had an injury to his leg, he was at the hospital down the road. Me, me and my friends, we went to that hospital, and that's how we met Whole Wheat Bread was actually at the hospital in Nashville.
0: <laughs> so the first time you go see Whole Wheat Bread, the old lead singer has broken his leg. Fast forward to the last time we went, and the new singer, somebody broke their leg at every Whole Wheat Bread show that <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Rick uh well, shows up for.
1: Like, well, the second time I've seen him, too, man, like, uh, one of the guys were in, was in the hospital at that show, too. Son for, of a uh, bitch! <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do these guys do in their spare time? Like, jackass pranks and shit? Like, what the fuck?
1: I mean, that kind of lifestyle, you know? It's just... <laughs> I mean, they were a punk rock band, I guess, so... I mean, we just... Uh, I mean, Dwayne was really... Uh, at this point, man... <laughs> he was being a little... Uh, he, was, he was acting like a child, getting on our nerves. <laughs> and, uh, and then he had a friend that lived in Birmingham that was at the show, too. And I remember at that point we were just like, Yeah, we're we're ditching this cat. <laughs> <laughs> we did ditch it away, didn't we? <laughs> now look we now we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have done it if he didn't have a friend there, but because I saw that he had this this friend here that he was with, this, I'm like, Well
0: This guy he just met drunkenly.
1: I'm like, uh, bro, you got this? You know, just and then me and Dustin, we just I remember I remember when we've left and then we just got in the car <laughs> I ride right back, man. It was just kind of like we're sitting there laughing the whole time about the wreck. But
0: <laughs> oh, no, by, that, by that point, it was okay. Like, we were hitting the drive-thru. We were getting something to eat. We had survived. <laughs> you know
1: something, though? Like, after every show, like, any time I go to a show, and 90% of the shows I go to, you know, it involves me driving a lot. So, yeah. Every, anytime, like if I go to Nashville, I go to Atlanta, or wherever you know. Once I get within an hour of the venue, I keep my eyes open. I'm always looking for a subway, just at a gas station, because after I get out, after I finish the show, you know, I'm exhausted. I'm tired, but I'm also so hungry, and yeah. I am always crave subway. So, so I always look for that one gas station. I and I'll remember the exit, and then I know that I remember leaving, and we stop at a subway and just always give me that gigantic footlong and it's after every show man i go to no matter what show (laughs) if there's the subway i want to get it that was pretty much like our first time just like really hanging out you know just uh yeah because you know every time every time we we've always worked together we worked together and then we've uh you know we had we've done a little business together but we never just hung out you know so that was uh that was definitely uh that was was... like a, a a cool first time hanging out experience right there
0: yeah, that was the spark to the friendship, I feel like. That's that's the origin story to... to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, there you go. That's the end of our very first edition of Band, The Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. We hope you'll come back and join us next time for another awesome adventure. Be sure to subscribe and come back and check out each and every week This and other great podcasts available right here on GunsAndRadio.com.